hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hon. Welcome to this episode of From Huns to Humans, brought to you by ThriveMind. Whether you're at a crossroads with your career, wanting to scale your side hustle, or want to start a new business, there are places down the road to change where you might feel stuck and need the experienced help of someone who has been there. Enter ThriveMind. ThriveMind is both a boutique marketing company for your small business, and most importantly, a coach and advocate to help you get your small business off the ground effectively and sustainably. Allie Heatherly, former Avon Hun and anti-MLM advocate, is the principal of ThriveMind and has 10 years of experience in business operations and can give you the tools to reach your goals. Visit thrivemindllc.com today to schedule your free no-commitment call to help jumpstart your side hustle, business, or career change today. That's thrivemindllc.com to make the big change today. Hi, everyone. Before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that there is a content warning on this one and that we do talk about some uh, themes of suicide um, and suicidal thoughts. So if that is too hard for you today, if it's not today, feel free to skip this episode and come back at a later date um, or just move on to the next one. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a fabulous day. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. Today, I am here with Lori. She was in Paparazzi. She was in Beachbody. And I am ready to hear her story. Uh, Lori, what like got you started in these MLMs? Which one was first? Beachbody was first. Oh, yeah. So tell us how, how you got started with that. Yeah, so it was April 2016. I remember. Um, I weighed myself for the first time in like forever and I weighed over 300 pounds and that was devastating to me. And so I knew that I needed to find something that would help me lose the weight. And cause I, I have four kids. Well, three of them are now adults, but, um, at that time I had four kids and so I wanted to be around for them. And so, uh, I kind of got hooked on, um, it was really obsession, actually. I'll say it, absolute obsession with working out and the Beachbody container system. Like it, I really developed what I now know is an unhealthy, um, a disordered eating thing because of that. But um, so I, I did the workouts. I did, I met the trainers. I did the whole thing. And 
all the events, right? I wasn't really doing it as a business. I did, I had a few people that I was doing it as a business for, but for the most part, I didn't do it as a business. Um, then, um, so between 2016 and 2018, I lost 112 pounds and uh, I get a call from Beachbody one day and they say, hey, we would like to make you a, um, have you, you know, we see that you've entered the Beachbody challenge. We would like to make you a finalist. And so for those people that don't know, um, every time you finish a program and you, it used to be that you could, you registered when you completed a program every time. Now I think it's a little bit different, but at that point, that's what you did. And that sort of created a little tracker for them to keep track on who was losing the most weight so that they could give you a big, you know, good job or whatever. And you got a t-shirt at the end of the completion of every program. <clears throat> and so yeah, they said, we, I feel like so many of us will do anything for a t-shirt. It's like such a small thing that gives us so much validation. I will literally go to any event if I'll get a t-shirt, anything. The freebie. It's, it's the, it's the, the power of the freebie. And I think, I think MLMs, especially they have that manipulation for the freebie down like it is they have mastered the art anyway so uh i i was so they they do four men and four women one for each age group like 20s 30s 40s and 50 and above and so i was selected as uh as the beach body um challenge winner in was it 40s 40s and uh, they, I, they flew me to Indianapolis and um, they put me on stage. I got to meet all the trainers, have one-on-ones with them. And then, um, then we found out when everybody else found out that we didn't win, but we still got a check. Um, um, it, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so the runners up each got $25,000. And the winners got a hundred thousand dollars each. I mean, twenty five isn't nothing, right? No, it was it 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 yeah. paid off a lot of debt. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's. I feel like that's awkward to be on stage finding that out. I mean, I guess that's like the reality show of it all, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it really was. Um, and we, it was kind of, you kind of got little hints that they had already picked who the winner was. Um, there, there was, I mean, there just was indications. Um, so that was, it was kind of cool. Um, leaving out of the audit, uh, the, the stadium or whatever, um, everybody was, you know, saying good job and everything. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then the money helped, but, uh, I think <laughs> I figured I was owed something for, you know, what is it? A hundred, hundred dollars a month for Shakeology. I was, you know, I had done it for two years. I needed the money back. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then funny enough leads into paparazzi. So I started paparazzi in January of 2018, January 25th, 2018. And, um, it started the year before that with 
pearl parties on Facebook where you bought an oyster and you got to see what pearl. A friend of mine got me hooked on those. And then I think my, um, the person that would become my upline found me on one of those, friended me. And that's how that, uh, the, the parties, me watching those parties. And it was something that my daughter and I could do together because I would give her like a budget and she would claim pieces and it would all go. She had her little basket, everything um, at, uh, for this lady that we bought from. And that's how it all started. And that started in 2018. So I was actually doing paparazzi and Beachbody at the same time. Ooh, double dipping, a big no-no in the MLM world. Right. It was supposed to, I, I was, I was on the naughty list apparently, but, um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so I, I started that out and it's, I started it as a job for my, so my daughter could have a job. She was then 15. 14 and nobody's going to hire a 14 year old so we started the business for her so we could grow it and then hand it over when she turned 18 which she just did last october um she's always been called mini diva and so mini diva jewels was born and she did the lives to begin at the beginning and then as teenagers do uh she got bored with it and then i sort of took it over and went with it from there um funny enough some of my beach body money went into paparazzi for inventory and convention it paid for convention 2018 and i i grew i grew to director i had three people under me pretty pretty quickly and then i just sort of stalled i really enjoyed selling the jewelry you know more than probably anything else um I've been like a manager before, um, ran a team, that sort of thing. But um, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know how I felt about um, being pushy with people. <laughs> um, and so I sort of just sort of carried on and did my thing. I hit life of the party bronze that first year. Um, and then, and then I did silver and then gold the last year. Um, but the, um, so I hit the rank of director and then I sort of stalled and then I started, you know, my upline was very, you know, if you only do this, if you only do this, if you only do this and it's like, okay. And so, um, we bought our house and I had a dedicated room. I was in it. Okay. Um, we moved into that house at the end of 2018. And by that point I was all in, I did, I did everything, every challenge that my upline put everything. And I was like, okay, this is great. Fast forward to June of 2019. And the prior month I had been sexually harassed at work. I was grabbed by the shoulder and mansplained what my job was. I was working as a federal contractor, making very good money. I reported the uh, harassment and in the memo, which I still have, it says that my story couldn't be corroborated. They consider the matter closed. And I have two daughters um, and well, one's daughter, one's non-binary. And um, I couldn't look at them and say, okay, well, if they pay you enough money, they can touch you. So I quit and I'm like, okay, I'm all in paparazzi. Let's go. I dropped the beach body thing. Um, 
because I, I didn't have time for both. By 2019, I had dropped it. Started gaining weight back, but that's another story. Um, and so I um, went all in, went all in on paparazzi. I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. I grew my team. I got up to 67, um, between 15 and 20 of which were active at any one point. I made um, executive director. And, uh, and then 2020 comes and I, we had seen the frustration because we were, they only buy a limited number of pieces or put out a little number, limited number of pieces and at um, noon Pacific time, they drop them all and everybody's in a mad hurry to, to grab them all up because they'll be gone. And I couldn't get anything. I couldn't, I got, I got like the leftovers. And then I started to see that the pieces that I still had from two years prior were coming back. And I'm like, um, okay, like the same colors, the same designs, everything. And EMP came out, the Power Me Pink, which is uh, like a mini convention. Um, they did that. Uh, that was the last in live event I went to because then COVID. Um, I went to that. Uh, we were able to get some pieces from that and that was okay. So August of 2020, you have convention, it's virtual convention and they have a huge drop of pieces and I couldn't get anything. I, because I was life of the party gold, got um, one of each of the convent special convention collection sent to me for free the freebie thing, going back to the freebie thing. And when it came time to buy them, I couldn't get, I only got like um, a third of them. All the rest of them sold out. And I was uh, in tears, especially there was this blingy coil bracelet that for some reason I got very emotional about. And I was full on ugly crying at my dinner table. And my husband's like, this is not healthy. Um, I would love to talk about that a little bit more because I think that we see that with a lot of MLMs, but especially uh, when like MLMs are dropping new products, we get this like, like, and I never noticed it when I was in MLM. Like I remember going to convention and I remember crying about some new product and I was like, this is amazing. Like, I don't think anyone on the outside understands like, the, like it's like all of the energy that gets put into like these products. And then when you get so excited because this is going to be what changes everything and you're going to do whatever, you're going to help so many people, you're going to make so many people feel beautiful, like whatever. And you get so invested in this stupid product. And then when you can't get it. And for a lot of MLMs, that excitement might happen once a week, might happen once a month. For paparazzi, it was every day. So when you didn't get it every single day, it was like failure. The next day, failure. The next day after that, failure. And that's what you're thinking to yourself. I'm a failure because I didn't get this. Okay? Because we're all... Go ahead, sorry. That's just so manipulative and like it's that slot machine you're like okay maybe next time and the next one and the next one and the next one and then before you know it you are spending all of your time it's time manipulation 
It totally was. And so the life of the party thing, which I didn't, again, didn't realize until I was long out of paparazzi, but that was a way to keep you buying even when you weren't getting pieces that you wanted because you wanted to hit that goal because you got the freebie, like it meant anything. Um, And then if you got a high enough rank, you got a free trip and so on and so forth. So it was, it was, it, it made you buy those ugly brass earrings that nobody would ever buy, but that was the only thing that was left that you didn't already have. So let's do it. So they're forcing you to inventory load essentially. Yes. And anybody, I will say this, and I've heard a multiple number of elite uplines and stuff say, oh, we don't inventory load. That is absolutely 100% bullcrap because I was told to order anyway. I was told the pressure is to order anyway. Um, And because you want to hit that rank, you want to get that life of the party goal, yada, yada, because I didn't have a huge team. The most I made in a single month um, was $800 of team commission. And, um, you know, and then all of my, all of my profit from my sales was going right back to buy more inventory. It was sustaining itself and just barely. So, um, I'm feeling like a failure because I can't get these pieces and my mental health started to decline significantly by August when the ugly crying over the stupid coil bracelet came out that I didn't get I was contemplating suicide because yeah it was that bad because it's like okay I've been doing this for at that point two and a half years I hadn't moved rank and I don't know how long I it, it, nothing was, nothing was moving for me. I was, and it wasn't because I wasn't working hard because I was working 60 hours a week because I didn't have anything else. Right. And so I, this is where the fun comes in. The fun part for me. Um, come the end of, it was the, it was about the middle of August, right after convention. I was looking for a stock photo for one of the pieces. Um, and the way you were taught to do it is put in the, the name of the piece and then, um, and then it would, the Google image search would pull up the picture in case you didn't get it when you first ordered it. And so I did that. And wouldn't you know it, I happened to find the exact same bracelet on a wholesaler site in China. Not one like it, the same stinking bracelet for 76 cents. Okay. Now I have an accounting clerk certificate. I have an IT degree. I'm incredibly bright. I not to toot my own horn, but I am, and I know business. And it doesn't make any business sense for me to buy it at two seventy five when I can buy it for seventy six cents. And so, I started thinking about it, and I I spent hundreds of dollars. I stopped ordering from paparazzi. I spent hundreds of dollars trying to find suppliers that had some stuff that I could get unicorn (laughs) and oil spill which were the most common ever unicorn is this um it's aurora borealis it has like shades of pastels and sparkly and it's awesome and I could find it 
And I didn't have to stress about ordering. I could just get it anytime I wanted to. And I was like, so by the end, well, the first week of September, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense anymore. Why am I killing myself to make 225 a piece? Because you could only sell it for five. And um, and when instead I could get it for 76 cents, sell it for the same $5 and I'm making 425. That's basic math. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> and so um, I started, I quit uh, September 18th, 2020. I sent in my, right after I got my, um, my commission check for August, because I'm not a complete idiot, um, I, I sent the cancellation. And I had uh, told my team, I, I had conducted for the previous couple of weeks, I conducted training, I, it, it racked me with guilt to leave them. Racked me with guilt. And that's and, part of what they do. They manipulate you. And like, if you have a team, like, how are you going to leave your team? You're their leader. What are they going to do without you? How are they going to move on in this beautiful pyramid scheme? <laughs> right. Exactly. And I had people, there was nobody in my downline that I didn't, well, I don't want to say nobody, but probably 80% of my downline I had a relationship with. Okay. Like, it wasn't like just a name and a face. I had, I talked to every single one of them. We had a group chat. It was, I was very, very hands-on. I didn't want anybody to leave alone. Now, I did tell my upline a week before I quit that I was quitting. And she was actually very supportive because she was suffering from the same sort of frustration. And it was, she's like, okay, well, um, I can't leave right now, but I really wish you the best and so on and so forth. Um, but of course she took me out of the groups and I was kind of persona non grata from that point. But, um, and I have, I built a business on fashion jewelry that I imported myself. Um, had my own little hang tags with my little stickers on them. And uh, I was really I, I've been, and I could sell other things. One of the things when I was with paparazzi that we would get asked about is, do you have crosses, cross necklaces? Because people like crosses, but paparazzi wouldn't put out any cross jewelry because they can, they're, they're a, a Mormon family and they figured that that was selling um, a, a symbol, a religious symbol, and they didn't want to do that. I'm like, okay, I could get crosses for people. The other thing I was asked quite often was jewelry boxes. I could get jewelry boxes. I got socks. I got hats. I got anything you can think of. I got these bags <laughs> that are the ex exact same as the 31 bags, but with more pockets. And I sold them for half the price. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's brilliant. You're like the knockoff guru. All right. You need to make sure that you tell us where your shop is because there are going to be so many people that are looking for dupes and maybe yeah. they can come and support you. I, I have, I have, I was like dead set that if I can offer a better product, I had nail strips for a while that were like $5. <laughs> That's a steal. 
It's, it's, I'm able to get, I had just recently, I have, well, I still have wax. I'm, I just sold out of my last wax warmers last night, but I have wax for currently on sale for 63 cents and a dollar 25. Where are you going to get that from Sensi for that? You're not. Forget it. So um, I have, I have, I'll get to the in a second, but my first business is my boutique. It's Diva Mom Boutique because Mini Diva Jewels was my original business because of Mini Diva. Um, and I was Diva Mom. I, we were named by our audience. So I was Diva Mom. My husband was Diva Dad. It was a whole thing. That's hilarious. When, when I decided to come away from that, number one, and I wanted a break from when I was with paparazzi and Diva Mom Boutique is very appropriate. So I'm on Diva Mom Boutique on Facebook. I'm on Diva Mom Boutique, uh, divamomboutique.com is my website. Um, I have gotten primarily out of fashion jewelry and into sterling silver and gemstone jewelry, which has just been so much fun for me. I, I have, can only imagine why you you stopped with the fashion jewelry and started with I I don't do you want to tell us why you might have wanted to make that switch? So well, I, so a lot of people, especially so recently, for those who don't know, um, independent testing was done and found out that paparazzi had a uh, jewelry contained lead and nickel and cadmium and a few other things. Um, a year prior, I had suggested we get some of these. T- pieces tested because I had an inkling that things were not what they said it was and finally things got tested and um a lot of paparazzi consultants left because of that and I now found myself with people that are going to the same places that I am getting wholesale jewelry from and I didn't I I'm never been one of a crowd it's not what I'm about again that's not to brag it's just that's not I'd rather sort of do the next thing, right? And so, um, plus the jewelry that I have is guaranteed. You know, I don't have any of those issues because it's actual genuine sterling silver. I do have some golden plated, uh, gold plated and silver plated stuff that's more budget friendly. Um, but that stuff is also lead and nickel free um, because it's over brass, actual brass, not alloys or anything. So, and I've had just a blast with that learning. I've become a gem nerd. I told my best friend, I have, I have become a gem nerd. Um, and then last June, <laughs> because I didn't have enough to do, I launched my own legging brand. Nuh-uh. Yes. I launched my own legging brand. It's called My Legging Company. Because <laughs> it's appropriate. And... I have cool designs starting at $13. I mean, you can't, you can't beat it. I mean, yeah, you can get plain black ones at Walmart for like nine, but not cool ones. So, right. I have plain black ones too, that are thicker than the ones at Walmart and they have pockets. (gasps) My, my Walmart ones don't have pockets. So. That's, That's what I, I, I have, I am a plus size girl and I was tired of a playing more for plus size clothes and B everything being really freaking ugly, like terribly ugly, like LuLaRoe on steroids. And it's just not, I never could afford a pair of LuLaRoe like ever in my life. And then I looked at some of them like, Ugh, and then of course LuLaRoe has since blown up, but uh, I wanted to offer an alter- alternative. 
And so my, um, I, on some things I design, not necessarily a lot of my leggings, although I have put forth ideas for my manufacturers and they make them for me. My tunics are made in the U.S. They're actually um, from a, um, a family business in L.A. They're uh, immigrants from Argentina and they make those. And um, they're super soft and amazing. And, uh, and so I love it. So, and that's sort of what I've been doing for the last year and a half. That's is doing so own thing. cool. That's so cool. Like, I feel like you did the MLM stuff and you were like, huh, the math ain't mapping. Um, and then you were like, okay, like, what can I do? That's the same. Cause you were getting all of the dopamine from like selling this stuff, but actually do it right. And actually get people affordable things. And get people what they wanted. One of, one of my frustrations when I was with paparazzi. Oh, and that's another thing I didn't talk about. Um, one of the other reasons I left paparazzi is on Bling Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, they would always have this special deal. And the, the three years that I did it, they always had this bag that had jewelry in it, right? And they're like, oh, if you just buy so much, you get this free bag. On the third year that I did it, the day after we got the the day after the sale, it went of course, not through official channels, right? Because um, they never communicated anything, communicated anything officially. They gave it to your uplines and it was supposed to filter down. Um, they told us that we couldn't sell the bags. That the bags and the jewelry were to be given away. And that's all we could do with it. That's and so rude. Right? obnoxious um and these were really great of course they were really great pieces right because they were supposed to be it was supposed to be like crack like your first hits free or something and um to people that maybe aren't regular buyers or whatever and so um and that frustrated frustrated me and then other thing that frustrated me is every time you go at the store to a store at holidays what do you have you have sales we couldn't offer a sale like you know, buy to get one or whatever. It was, ext- it was, it was not allowed. You couldn't sell it for anything less than $5. And if you sold it for more than $5, well, you got it. It was frowned upon. Um, I think that's um, pretty standard across MLMs is that they don't want you to do any sales. And like, I guess I kind of agree with it because it's because it makes it like fair for everyone but also it's just like you own your own business but you can't run sales you own your own business but you don't yeah um (laughs) it's I've you know I've I don't want to say I've become rapidly anti-MLM but I'm definitely anti-MLM I don't support any of them at all period end of story um and when I get you know asked about it I'm like I'm like, you're not a small business. Would you call McDonald's a small business? No, McDonald's is a small business. You know what they do? They have, they have franchises, right? You're a franchisee. You are a McDonald's is what you are. Yeah. And so I don't know all of the details. I, there are other anti-MLM creators that do know all of the details, but essentially when and I'm probably gonna get this wrong. So somebody fact check me. But um like I said, when they went and did, um, like, 
the FTC went and made like rules around franchises, MLMs just like went skirt right under, like they bought their way out or something and they didn't have to follow all the rules that franchises do. Right. But they're exactly the same thing. Absolutely. They provide the product. You only can order their product, right? At the price that they dictate. It's the exact same thing. And um, now I can offer sales. I did 75% off wax last night. It was amazing. And I can, I set my prices. Um, Even at like McDonald's and things like that, like they have like different McDonald's around different promos and things like that. The McDonald's on the off right, right on the highway um, thing is more expensive than the one like in town and true. Yes. So like even franchises have little like things that make them better. I franchises are better than MLMs. There's no getting around it because they don't recruit people like that. Right. It's not like you get if you have if you you know talk somebody else into owning a franchise, you're not gonna get a, a spiff or whatever. But um yeah, I just and I I I think I never bought into networking. Okay. I hated that. I'm not about networking. I'm about sales. Yes. I want to build relationships with people, but I don't go to, I do a flea market every, every two months, an indoor flea market here because it's the Pacific Northwest. It always rains. So, <laughs> so it's indoors. And I do that to make sales. I don't do that to network with people. Some networking goes on, but that's not my primary motivation. Right. And when you talk to these people, they're like, oh, well, you get a chance to network. Like you talk to these, these virtual events, by the way, if you do an independent sales, never, ever, ever do those virtual events because they are run by Huns. They're run by MLM Huns that are trying to make extra money, all of them. And, um, and I'm like, well, what are the sales? Like, well, we're not really about the sales. We're just about, you know, you can network. I'm like, I don't have a downline. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to network. I, I just want sales. That's all I want. And and they don't, they, it's the normal business practice, profit, um, you know, cost of goods sold, all of those things never factor in the MLM stuff. And that's why people don't know exactly what they lost. I was in paparazzi for two and a half years. Okay. I was lucky in that when I quit, I, all my personal jewelry went into the garbage because I felt like it was a bad breakup you know, like it was a toxic boyfriend. Um, and all my other stuff, I sold at a massive discount because I just wanted it out of my house. Um, and I was lucky in that over two and a half years, I made a total gross profit or net profit of $7,000. Wow. Yeah. I can only imagine how much you actually ended up spending on jewelry. Um, last, I think it was around $36,000. Oh my gosh. And I was small. Like I said, I did life of the party gold or whatever was the highest I got. So is that like mid pyramid or still very low? Well, so they had two different rankings. Paparazzi had your rank rank, which is based on your downline. And I got to executive director, which is only, so there's consultant where you're just you just 
have ever purchased anything. You have Star Consultant where you're doing, you're buying 25 pieces a month. You have Director where you have three people under you and then Premier Director, then Executive Director. And that's where I was. Okay. Um, and then you have Life of the Party, which is, again, a brilliant marketing strategy from the company's perspective because it keeps you buying even when you don't want to. Yeah. Because, and the higher the rank, the more free stuff you got, the earlier access you got to, um, you got, so they have this thing called a fashion fix, which is these, um, the five sets that they would send you every month. Um, and if you were silver and above, you got one set of them for free, which you could then show, but towards the end there you couldn't buy any because they were all selling out and they were selling out to elite consultants who they were supposed to be a limit of 50 but then you'd see somebody with 100 of them or 150 and that's the thing about paparazzi um is that a lot of the consultants were buying from these bigger consultants and it was a circle right mm-hmm. i know one in particular who i'm not going to name but uh, she was incredibly rude on every one of her lives, but the consultants took it because they needed the pieces because they couldn't get any, but she got them, right? Right. And then when she left and was doing her own thing, she couldn't get the sales because she was rude, right? And so when you see that, it's like, oh, see, it's, it's, it's all this big yeah. Snake eating uh, tail. From what I have been able to ascertain from talking to some people, about 80% of upline sales are to other consultants. That was never the case for me. 80, it was mine, I was the other way. Only about 20% of my sales were to other consultants because I occasionally got lucky. Yeah. So that's like consultants that like missed out, weren't able to get pieces and they saw your pieces and they wanted them because they didn't have anything good. Right. But so they're buying them full price and selling them full price, right? Yes. So it, like, and like, that's the thing about paparazzi that like, like you're in a cult, <laughs> like you're in, you're in a cult, you're in a pyramid <laughs> team. You are literally buying the product that, at the same price you're going to sell it at, you're not making any money. This isn't a good business strategy. It's the daily FOMO, fear of missing out, right? And it's ingrained in your head that if you don't have this, they're going to go to somebody who has it. Right. And so you're going to lose customers. And that's where that comes from. Now, if you wanted to grow a healthy business, you know, you would allow your consultants to trade. We weren't even allowed to trade. although. And I don't care if paparazzi hears, hears it. I did it. I traded all the freaking time. Um, because my people weren't making sales because they couldn't get these pieces. And occasionally I would, and they would have something I wanted and we would trade all the time. That because doesn't even I, make sense to not trade. Right? But see, if we're trading, then we're not buying, which is not making the company money. Oh, right. Of course, of course, of course, because you are the customer. Exactly. And we, in May, every year, we would have what I affectionately called shipocalypse, where shipping would be delayed for weeks, 
months, okay? And uh, so you've put out this money, but you're not receiving the product. So, but you're told to keep ordering, right? And um, yeah, just, and it was like, when are they going to understand? And I actually asked my upline this question, and this was very early on. This is like the first May, May of 2018. I asked my, my upline, why don't they, we are their customer. Why don't they get that? Why are we being treated like garbage? Should have clicked that. Didn't. You should have cut a what, all right? Right? I will say this. I have really had to do I, therapy. <laughs> because I felt guilty about pushing my people that didn't really have money. I preached to my people. I never, ever wanted them to go into debt for this. I preached the sell seven by 10 because if you sold seven, that was 37, that was $35. Even with taxes, you could buy 10 more pieces because it was like 33, 45 was shipping plus tax. Mm -hmm. And that's what I preached to my people. Um, I said, if you want to do this, do it that way. That way you're never ever losing money you're just reinvesting it reinvesting was always a big thing but i had i felt terrible about pushing people and and doing all this and the cringy posts which facebook will never let me forget um awful but i would not have my best friend if it wasn't for paparazzi because she was part of my downline um actually two of my best friends one um, one was, a I met through jewelry and then she became my downline for a little bit, but two of my best friends, I would not know if it wasn't for jewelry. I would not have, I probably still wouldn't have ever gone to Vegas if I hadn't been for jewelry. Um, but, um, it was just not a good thing. I now know that you can do something else. And that's the point that I've been trying to get a, around to these you know, ladies. Um, I have a friend that's doing, um, oh, Iris Jewelry <laughs> is buying from the same wholesaler that I used to. Same exact pieces. They're buying them in bulk, getting a cheaper price, and then they've created an MLM out of it. Oh, that that's another MLM? Yes. Oh. But Iris Jewelry, it was sort of supposed to be like the the um, alternative to paparazzi, you'd have people leave paparazzi and then go to Iris. And I looked at their stuff and they're exactly the same. These same pieces, not kind of like these same pieces the same. with the same pictures. Oh my gosh. That must drive paparazzi mad. Well, it drove, well, it wasn't, it wasn't paparazzi jewelry. It was the same pieces as I had gotten from wholesale. Oh, so they were, oh. they were getting them. They were getting them for probably. So if you buy in bulk, the more you buy, the cheaper it is. So right. they're probably getting them for 25 cents, selling them to the consultant for like, I think it was like $2 and then they would sell it for five. So it was a little better than paparazzi that way, but it's still the same thing. The person right. can just go to the source, go to the manufacturers and get this stuff. There is not a single product. And I can tell, the, except for cosmetics and hair care, you're not allowed to import those. But other things, there's not a single item that is being sold in an MLM besides cosmetics and hair stuff that can't be purchased 
nail strips, wax, um, high quality. I'm not talking junk. I'm talking high quality, exactly the same. Uh, the Color Street Huns like to say that they have a, a patent on it. They don't. I looked. Um, and um, and they, they manu- you know, you can get them. I paid, <laughs> I paid 95 cents a piece, including shipping wow. for a bunch of, of, of nail strips that I then sold for $5. And like, that's such a good, like, I mean, that's $5 for nail strips. Like, that's not bad. That's totally reasonable. Right. When pot, when Color Street's selling them for 10 to 13 or 13 to $15, I think they right. even have some at 17 now. It's an incredible deal. The 31 bags I told you about, I got them for five and I sold them for 20. That's still half the price of the same bag that 31 okay. had. And you're doing a great job as a business owner. Like without ripping people off <laughs> uh my 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 favorite i so i have a little i use pick collage and i put together the the picture of the it was a dragonfly pull cord bracelet that's what started this whole thing um i put it right next to the the one from pop picture from paparazzi versus the picture from the uh wholesaler that i got it from it's the exact same bracelet and being able to see those prices i that was like my favorite little picture to send people with them like oh it's not the same thing really because here you go yeah so because paparazzi likes to put off oh it's all exclusive no babe wow well this is fascinating um i love that you have your own little like dupe store that's so freaking awesome I can't wait. I'm definitely going to put the link in the show notes. That way people can find you. Um, is there I've, anything- helped, I've, I've helped a couple of women um, back before um, anybody else was doing anything. I helped a couple of women with my wholesaler um, list. Um, I've set up some Shopify stores from people. I really want to help people get out of the MLM world. That's like, there's another alternative. You don't have to do this. Right. Is it harder? Yes, it is. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it is. But you know what? I made I made my first month, my first month, I tripled my highest month that I ever made at paparazzi. And say what you will, business is business and profit is profit. And it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth it to actually have your own business to sell a legitimate product that you know where it's coming from and you're confident in the sourcing of it. And also like to not jack up the price a thousand percent. Like what, do you have any idea what the, like, I'm really curious. So like, let's say the 31 bags, what would be like the percentage that those bags are jacked up? I, so I looked at, so I actually found a manufacturer that manufactures the exact same bags, whether they're manufacturing for them or whatever. But I found them because it had the same bag, same picture. Okay. And if you ordered over a thousand of them, you were paying $2 and 50 cents. The sale price on a 31 bag, even the cheap, the, the large utility totes is what I'm talking about for those who have any questions. Um, Two dollars and it was like two dollars and fifty cents, and they sell for thirty-five. Oh yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I don't, I don't want to hate on people for profit. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's the MLM structure. It's a business structure where you're not actually making any money. So you're selling a jacked up product with no actual commission most of the time, unless you are at the top of the company and then you're making money off of your downline. Yes. Yes, exactly. The products you're not making money on. Um, and I, at the height, you know, probably 2020, 2021, when they were really, um, I did an, um, an interview for New York magazine talking about the predatory, predatory MLM stuff going on during the pandemic and using that as an excuse to recruit people, which I think is disgusting. Uh, Although I did it and I regretted it. And I personally apologize to everybody that I did that too, (laughs) because I, I couldn't handle it. Um. I never, ever want to hurt another human. Um, but uh, it was it was just awful. And they, But they grew so fast. I don't know how they're making any money because I know what they're paying for these pieces. I know. And I'm thinking, okay, if you've got, I went through the compensation plan and there's five, 10%, 5% and all of these 1%. I don't know how they're making any money. I don't get it. But then they started firing high-level consultants that are paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month too. And then I started to get it. They weren't making money, and that's what's going on. Right. So. So anyway, if you're if you're out there, I just want to say, if you're out there, if you just quit, okay. All you have to do is Google whatever it is you're looking for, and then wholesale. I highly recommend Alibaba <laughs> because you can get stuff there. You have to, you have, you can't just order it. You, you shouldn't just order it. You should have a conversation with these people. You can find anything that you're selling now on there for less. You will make more money if you're doing that. Even if you don't find anything else, go there, look for what you've sold during your MLM time and you will find it. Are you willing to like drop your social media for people who like have questions about maybe starting their own boutique or business or whatever? Yes. So my, um, my Facebook is, uh, I'm Lori's old on Facebook. If you, I think it's facebook.com slash geeky Lori, because I'm a nerd. Um, my, uh, boutique page is diva mom boutique on Facebook. And then um, my legging company is the legging page and I can be contacted on any of those. Perfect. Yeah. And I will put all of those in the show notes too. So if anyone is looking for, for you, they will be able to find you nice and easily with all of the spelling. Cause I will get that from you to make sure it's right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm willing to talk to anybody. Like I get, I have my own Zoom meeting room and I'm, you know, have a conversation. I'm not charging for it anymore just because so many people have been hurt, especially after the lead nickel free stuff came out. I'm I'm not charging for that. If you want, like, if you want converting your say, whatever you were doing before to like Shopify, I, you know, I can help that. I don't, I don't give that away because that's a lot of IT knowledge I paid a significant amount of money for. <laughs> That's so fair. you're doing you're right. providing a service you're allowed to charge for it <laughs> exactly it was that that I had a real bad concept but that I've like um I have a really great 
like upload template for Shopify that I can share with people. And I am, I am willing to help uh, people get started um, it, just because they deserve better. People deserve better than they, the way the MLMs treat them. And the moment you leave and nobody wants to talk to you anymore. And then heaven forbid you go anti MLM because it, you're definitely persona non grata. Right. Yeah, and then they will never ever talk to you. I I did uh, I did one anti MLM post, and my Facebook uh, friends went from thirty two hundred to twenty five seventy two. Wow. Well, you know what? They That's a great little experiment from you, anyway. So. <laughs> well, they they weren't, and I don't I don't I believe that you if you want to come to my business and see what I have and. And, and go to my business page. That's what it is. I don't try to sell people on my personal profile because I think it's gross. Because I did that for two and a half years with an MLM, and I, I just, ugh, I don't invite people to do things. I, it's just not what I'm about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I just, I, hate, I really hate that. The number of times I've been invited to groups is just gross. Yeah. So, <sighs> so anything else you want to add to your story before I ask you my final question? Um, just know that you can do it. Just know you can do something else. You can do something else. You can make money selling things without an MLM making the rules. I personally don't like rules. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can do this. Anybody can. Yes, I agree. All right, Lori, what is your anti-MLM why? I think it goes down to the rules thing because my anti-MLM why is because people get hurt. You're not making real money. And, um, and that, that, you know, that's it. A lot of people are getting hurt. There are people that, that I'm now, I'm not the only one that was contemplating ending their life over a stupid MLM. Paparazzi could have killed me, but I have a very good support system and I had people talking me down and I, and encouraged me to do what I'm doing now. And if I could do that for somebody else, that's my why. I love that. You are so great. And I am so impressed with you. Um, I hope that everyone goes and follows you and checks out your store um and if you are looking around and you see anything make sure you support her because we love to support x huns here um and i appreciate it especially the sterling silver stuff is is really coming um coming up and nobody is doing that live and so um if you i mean it's it's emeralds real emeralds and rubies not stuff you're going to get at a jewelry store that's lab created. It's really good stuff. So that's awesome. So that's so awesome. All right, everyone. If you like today's episode, make sure you rate the podcast with five stars on Spotify and Apple podcast or Apple music. No, Apple podcast. Um, I don't know whatever, whatever you're listening on. If it has a rating system, please rate it with five stars. It really helps to get the message out there. Also feel free to screenshot the episode, post it on your social media, tag me. Um, I would love to see what episodes you love. And if you love this one, I, I want to know. Um, 
thank you guys so much for listening and I hope to see you guys again soon. Have a great weekend. Bye.